Hello and welcome. My name is Danielle Putnam and on behalf of Women in HVACR, I will be your host today. And to start, I'd like to say thank you. Thank you, thank you for taking the time out of your busy summer day to join us for our very first Women in HVACR podcast. And I'm very excited to introduce to you our special guest today, who is not only an expert in our industry and esteemed colleague of mine, but who is also one of my best friends and just so happens to be my dad, Rodney Cope. Hey, glad to be here and also glad to be one of your best friends. <laughs> well, I wanted to welcome you and say thanks so much for joining us. And before you get started talking about how to recognize the golden opportunities in our companies, could you tell us uh, just a little bit about yourself? Well, my background, of course, like a lot of people, is a contractor. Grew up in a contracting family. So that's my background, and uh, ended up owning my own business like a lot of people, and a heating and air company. So when it turned really hot or really cold, the phones would ring off the hook. This was a surprise to me. I had never experienced that in my electrical company before that. So it was difficult to know how to handle it. Well, suffice it to say that the first year or two, we just had a lot of angry customers. For every 10 customers we could get to, there might be 50 or 60 that we couldn't. But the problem is, we had made it sound like we would. And so, um, here in Georgia, when it's 95 degrees, 100 degrees, maybe 85 degrees at night, you have people that swear they'll never use you again. So I realized this wasn't working, and it was actually working against us. Hmm. So a year or so later, I came up with a numbers plan, and I just gave every phone caller a number. They would call and I would say, um, oh, I'm sorry you're having this problem. Uh, just so you know, you're number 15 on our list. That means we'll probably get to you today. Um, but you please feel welcome to call back at any time and we'll tell you where you are on the list if you've moved up to number 10 or number 5. But if somebody's like 20, 24, 25 on the list, we only we only had one or two texts, then, then I'd have to say to them, Okay, it looks like it may be a day or two, and uh, if you'd like, I'll put you on the list. You can call back anytime to see where you are. And uh, But if you find somebody else to fix it, if you don't mind, would you just call us and ask us to take your name off the list? Oh. This was extremely effective. It was extremely effective in solving what at that time was my problem, which is we could not get to everybody. And how do you handle the masses of phone calls without losing customers, creating angry customers, and losing future business. Hmm. Just because I could only handle 15 calls a day this year, well, maybe next year I can handle 30 calls a day. Right, so you want those calls to keep coming in. Right. Now, we're talking way back in 1995, 96, 97, when I was experimenting with these things. But by about 98 or 99, I started to realize that when the phones would ring like that, in other words, when the season changed and you got busy, there was some potential. Every now and then we'd luck into a, a, a nice sale. I mean, I, I remember being on a chat board in 2001, and I remember posting this, saying, I just have to tell somebody. I just sold my first ever $12,000 heating and cooling system. Hooray! <laughs> I was so happy. <laughs> right. And... Uh, well, from there on, we began to realize that there was some opportunity. There came a time when, when our average ticket sales went up, our average sales, but here's the point. Women are busy. Mm -hmm. Everybody says women are, are more of a multitasker than men, 
And so more and more things get pushed over to the women in the office. Like they say, if you want something done, give it to a busy person. Right. And that's usually a, a woman. I've always noticed that when things get busy, the women get quiet. The men go get a cup of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here's the point of today's, today's talk. This, this is what really changed it for us. When I realized there was there was whales out there, and I've often said, and I've got a, a DVD that uh, and a video might be online, anybody could see called minnows and whales, but the the process is this: you can fill a swimming pool with minnows, but boy, it takes a lot. With whales, one or two. Now, in in today's day and age, if I was running an office and and it got really hot and the phone started ringing. Now, we've always had four lines. So when four phone lines start ringing, it goes pretty crazy. Here's what you would hear. You would hear me saying, now, I probably wouldn't be answering phones. I might, but I would be overseeing, and I would be saying, don't get busy. Don't get busy. There's a $20,000 call. Find it. Mm -hmm. Find me the whale. When the phones are ringing this much, there's some whales calling. Mm -hmm. All right. So, the, so my point today, I think my message is that because women get very, very busy, they're the ones that are in the best position in a lot of offices to realize that there's some whales out there and maybe even to find and to catch them. Oh. So what do I mean by whale? A whale is the customer that's ready to spend a ton of money with you today. When we get busy, a lot of times we actually start losing money because we start doing calls cheaper, we're not taking our time. But boy... When you, when you get a twenty, a thirty, a forty, a fifty thousand dollar sale, that really, really goes a long ways towards catching up for the slow season. Right. Actually putting money in the bank so that you can prepare for the next season. And do you really want your competitor to get that twenty thousand dollar call? Of course not. No. So it comes simply to prioritizing and I've got a a, a program on this called targeted dispatching. Uh, but very, very simple. There's a golden opportunity. There's a high-value customer. How do we find it? Simply by asking a few questions when the call comes in. You know, hey, this is Joe's Heating and Air. How can I help you? Um, oh, my air conditioner's not working. And, and we're like, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry that happened. Um, where are you located? We might have somebody in your area. Okay, step one. Before I even know the name, I want to know where they live. Okay. In most towns, and certainly in ours, I already know the street names where people can afford our services. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I mean, um, I know the street names where we have the highest average sales, where they all have 15-year-old air conditioners. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So location is number one. It's just like real estate. I want to know the location. I'm looking for new customers, not just existing customers, but the most important thing today when we're busy, this is where we harvest the new customers. So, number one priority is new customers, and that means they go to the top of the list. Okay. Remember my numbered list? There might be 50 people on the list. Mm -hmm. But if, if a new customer calls for the first time, and they're in a location where we really like to work, and we don't want our competitors to work, they actually become number one on the list. Oh, okay. They're getting the next call. Right. And I don't care if I have to bring a guy 20 miles to get him there. Mm -hmm. See what I mean? Right. They're getting the next call. I see. First time I did this, it was worth probably about thirty-five, thirty, about $37,000. Hmm. And and I didn't even know how it had happened until a year later. It was because my wife happened to be in the office that day. She noticed the address and she said, um, you're next in line. 
we'll oh. send somebody right over. And that's been one of our best customers forever. Right. Anyway, so number one, location. Well, number two is our service agreement customers. What if somebody calls and they have a service agreement with mm -hmm. us, which means we're loyal to them. Mm -hmm. We've promised them maybe same-day service, maybe, maybe a priority service. So they're going to move up. Are they going to move up to the number one position? Well, maybe, but why don't we ask them? Sure. Why don't we ask them if they need to be number one, if it needs to be today? Okay. I don't know how many times I've said this. Mr. Customer, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm so sorry this has happened. We're going to try so hard to get there today. But if we can't get there today, will somebody be home tomorrow? Mm -hmm. What am I saying? I'm, all I'm saying is, do you need this today? Because we're trying to bring in some whales today. Right. But do you need this today? Because if you do, I promised you you were important, and I'm going to come. I don't know how many times people have said, oh, gosh, we didn't even want it. We didn't really even want it today because uh, we, we've got the one, the, the one downstairs works. And so don't worry about us. We know you're busy. Um, take care of everybody else. And when you get caught up, give us a call and take care of us. Wow. Right. A lot of contractors don't understand that a service agreement program is a two-way program. I'm loyal to my customer. I'm going to take care of them. But what they don't realize is that these people are loyal to me. Of course. They've selected me as their contractor. Mm -hmm. They want me. They don't want somebody else. Mm -hmm. They even even enjoy helping me when they know I'm busy by letting, letting me wait. It's a very, very powerful two-way street. But we got to the place in our company where we would not sell a service agreement. We wouldn't even offer it to somebody that we did not see a possibility for two-way loyalty. Oh, okay. Good. We also wouldn't sell it to somebody unless they had at least two or more heating and air units. Why is that? Because when it's hot, those are the ones that say, oh, the one upstairs works and we can wait a day or two. Oh, I see. So it's not such an emergency for them. They only have one that can't wait. So, no, so, you, you, so now, for the day... We've had, we've had two calls, and the first call is a, is a new customer in a good location. They're priority one. Mm -hmm. We're going there next. The second one is a service agreement customer that we've promised priority service. So mm -hmm. now now they're number two. Okay, now the phone rings, and it's number three. It's a, a recently new returning customer. Oh, okay. Which means, say, three months ago, right? they called. They were in a good location. We had never worked for them mm -hmm. before, so they went to number one. We went. They were impressed. Wow, you guys are great. They saw who we were. They heard all of our promises, so to speak, and they thought, boy, I think I've, I think I've found the best air conditioning. I'm so happy. I finally found a service company I can trust. Mm -hmm. Now it's three months later. They've got a problem, so they call. Mm -hmm. Do you realize this is now the most important call you've gotten all day? Oh. You see, I put one, two, three, because number one, we're looking for new customers in good locations. Number two, we're going to be loyal to our service agreement customers. But number three is a, um, a previously new returning customer. So this is your opportunity to really prove your promises. This is the key, the elite opportunity here. Nothing matters if they don't see what they thought they saw the first time, mm -hmm. and what they bragged to their friends, I finally found a service company I can trust. Oh. This is the most important call today. You are taking care of this person. But let's ask them what they want. Oh my gosh, I'm so glad you've called us. Mm -hmm. I'm so sorry you've had this problem. We are going to try so hard to get there today. If we can't, will somebody be home tomorrow? Now they'll tell you. Now, if they were to say, you know what, we've got an event tonight, we've got this, we, we really need this done, I'll say, don't you worry, we're going to get there today. Mm -hmm. Now they actually become the priority customer.
Now, interestingly enough, in this 10-minute conversation, you see I've reorganized my priorities three different times, haven't I? You have. But you notice I didn't promise anybody. You didn't promise them a set time or a... No. I said... You're um, next. We're going we're gonna, to... We're gonna, yeah. They might be next in line. Um, so, like, let's say it's 2 in the afternoon, and I've got somebody, and I've got a number one priority. I can take them next. Uh-huh. Okay? And now I know I can get to that number three person. I know we can get there today. So I can say, boy, we're going to try to get there today. Um, if we don't, will somebody be home tomorrow? And they say, we really need it today. I say, you know what? Don't you worry about it. We're mm-hmm. going to take care of you. We're going to get there today if i got to come do it myself. Great. You see? So now I've got three very key clients and I can get to all of them today mm-hmm. one way or another what if I can only get to them and can't fix it sometimes that happens you have to order a part or something but these three clients you get there so you have your first three priority clients mm-hmm. in queue to be next and what yeah. happens when the phone's still ringing and you have some more calls coming in and uh, let's say they're not your kind of priority so maybe just somebody's calling in and they live where you don't really care to work this what is where common call? sense, just common sense comes in. At some point, when we start in business, we're desperate. We're hungry. Mm-hmm. We spend money on advertising, marketing. We hire people, and we think, oh, my gosh, if, if a call comes in and we don't get it, we're going to die. Mm-hmm. At some point, we have to get honest and realize we can't do everybody. Sure. Back when I did my numbering system, I was able to say, um, if you get somebody else, please call us. We'll take you off the list. Mm-hmm. That was a way to honestly realize we couldn't get to anybody and keep them happy. Okay, now we've got three people in queue, and now we get a call, and it's and it's from somebody that's maybe 20 miles out of town, and uh, they heard about us through a friend, and uh, they don't really have any money, but can we send them a bill, and they'll they'll try to pay it next next month. You see, we're in business to create transactions mm-hmm. where we exchange value for cash. Mm-hmm. This person is saying, I'd like your value, but I really don't have cash. See, that person doesn't really fit our business model. Okay. Now, if we're not busy and we want to go help them out of charity, then uh, then we can. That, that's up to the owner. Absolutely. So you're not going to put them in your first priority. But when we're busy, they go to the later. bottom and they get no promise. Okay. And it's this. Boy, we'd like to get there um, um, sometime in the next few days. We're really backed up. We may not even get there for a few days. Would you, would you like us to just keep you on the list or would you like us to give you the name of somebody closer to you? You see what I mean? Now, by the way, the one I just described with no money, 20 miles out, uh, more than likely if it's in the summer, I just t- let them know. It's probably going to be several weeks before we can get there. Can I just give you the number of somebody closer to you? And what do I do? I give them the phone number of the competitor that I don't want working in my key neighborhoods. I see. Now, some people might not understand this, but when it first starts getting hot here in Georgia, I will give away more business than I'll take. Because you want the right business. I want the right business. Mm -hmm. And I learned long ago with an average ticket of over $35,000 that those whales are out there. Mm -hmm. They're out there, and I want to find them. Uh, That's courses on the sales side. We do an indoor air quality uh, niche. But on the service side, uh, we would run average tickets of over $1,200 during during that time of the year. Very good. All right. Thank you so much for um, this incredible information and the priorities of uh, new customers, number one, and their location, service agreement customers, number two, and new returning customers, number three. Right. And go ahead. Well, when you're busy, that's really all you need to know is that there's a big fish out there. Find him. If you just have that mentality, don't get busy. There's a big ticket. I want to find him.
Right, keeping the main thing the main thing. Yeah. Very good. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, we've really enjoyed it, and uh, look forward to talking to you again. Okay. Bye-bye.